Hi everyone, my name is Jenna and this is my podcast, Agriculture for the Future. This is the final episode in a series of five episodes that seeks to answer two questions. One, how are we handling agriculture in the face of our current climate emergency? And two, how do these strategies that we're using improve our food security throughout the world? This is the final episode and this episode is going to be focused on how we can improve support for climate resilient agriculture. This is our last and final episode, so this one will be shorter than the rest. In this one, we only have one topic, and that topic is how do we improve support for climate resilient agriculture? So as we've talked about, farmers are key players in climate change mitigation, and they make these daily decisions that have an impact on greenhouse gas emissions. So it's super important to get them on board, not only that reason, but for all the reasons that we've already talked about. And they're going to need a lot of support. So the first main thing that may need to change is the framing of the issue. Farmers play such a pivotal role, and according to a study published by Diana Stewart, they feel constrained by the current agricultural system to maximize their yields and profits. Most of these farmers can't visualize an alternative system where climate change mitigation is a priority. And this suggests that those who are working on climate change and social issues should make these alternatives more widely known to the public, including farmers. And it's also important to note that people tend to change their ways for social norms, and it's important for these farmers to also see other farmers making change in order to feel more comfortable making the switch themselves. With that in mind, I tried to find some alternatives that could be made more widely known to the public and help these farmers. When the 2018 Farm Bill was signed into law, there were two main bill programs. One, the first is the Conservation Stewardship Program. So the focus of the Conservation Stewardship Program is to provide comprehensive conservation assistance. It's a voluntary program that contracts with agricultural producers so that environmentally sensitive land is devoted to conservation. And this is ran through the United States Department of Agriculture's Farm Service Agency. And so the United States Department of Agriculture Farm Service Agency pays these farmers annual rental payments, which these rental payments are based off the productivity of the area. Now, the second one is the Environmental Quality Incentives Program. So this supports producers interested in conserving and improving natural resources on their farms and ranches. This is also a voluntary program that is administered by the United States Department of Agriculture Natural Resources Conservation Services Department. And for those who are participating in it, they are expected to install or implement structural, vegetative, or management practices on eligible agricultural land, which the Natural Resources Conservation Service provides financial cost-share assistance and technical assistance through an agreement with them. So aside from the government, another way of supporting farmers is providing climate-resilient agricultural and rural credit. So this is the U.S. agricultural credit policy through the government is the farm credit system. So the farm credit system is a government-sponsored enterprise that establishes access to affordable farm loans. And some ways that this can be done is to boost agribusiness climate risk disclosure at the U.S. United States Security Exchange Commission. You know, the second way is mandating climate resilience analysis by the Farm Credit Administration, increasing capital reserve requirements, expanding programs to finance sustainable farming practices, and tackling systemic climate financial risk by create, created by the largest financial institutions. And, you know, outside the government, there's also places like the International Fund for Agricultural Development. And this is a specialized agency of the United Nations that specializes in investing in rural people to empower them to reduce poverty, increase food security, improve nutrition, and strengthen resilience. And they've been using their main areas of intervention, which are policy engagement, project financing, knowledge generation and sharing, And these are used in order to scale up their climate resilience interventions. 
if you're not a farmer, but you still want to support these farms, you can always support organizations that are working directly to help farmers make these changes to sustainable agriculture. One place that I found in my research was the American Farmland Trust. And also, if you can shop local and find farms that are using these strategies, that's a great option too. Local farmers markets are even just looking around to see what's around you. It's important that we as consumers are mindful and are helping where we can. I think it's, you know, I think we can do it. I think it's vital that we change our ways fast, but I think we're doing it. Maybe we're not there yet, and maybe we're lagging a little bit far behind than where we should be. But there's a noticeable shift, and I think we're slowly getting there. But I think the pace needs to be stepped up a bit. We're on the right track, and, you know, there are people that are saying too late, and maybe it is, but, you know, any mitigation is good mitigation. And with a little work and support, farmers can change their ways, and we can change our ways, and that'll make a better food system and, and secure more access for people that need food, especially those who are in vulnerable populations. And I think we're almost there. So on that note, I'll leave you guys there. Thank you for tuning in to all these five episodes, and I really appreciate it. Have a good one. Catch you on the flip side.